Welcome to the Dirt Show brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And today we're going to hear from Sport Mod driver Jeff Carter. We're also going to hear from longtime promoter Bob Allen at Arlington Raceway, Ron Reefer from Kasuth County Speedway, and Corey from the Sioux Falls Napa Auto Parts store right after a few words from our sponsors. Mmm, can you smell it? The aroma of fire fusing with the meat's outermost layers. A fragrance so unmistakable you can almost taste the flavor. This moment of grilling perfection brought to you by Cookie Sauces and Seasons. Don't risk ruining quality cuts of meat. Barbecue like a boss with Cookie's Barbecue Sauce. For recipes and cooking tips, visit cookiebbq.com. And remember, smart cookies use cookies. Cookies is the one. Hey, Dirt Show listeners. For over 20 years, Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord, Minnesota has provided everything to modernize and improve your hot rod's performance. Hot Rod Hardware is your specialty aftermarket auto parts go-to solution. From radiators and brakes to suspension, handling, and power. From the drag strip to the street, dirt track to cruise nights, Hot Rod Hardware is your family-owned solution. Check us out at hotrodhardware.com or just call the guys at 507-527-1020. Or as they say, no robots just real people. Let Napa take the guesswork out of finding the right mix of fuel for your outdoor power equipment. This month, stop by your local Napa Auto Parts store or visit Napa online and pick up a 32-ounce container of ready-to-use true fuel engineered fuel and oil starting at just $6.99. Simply open and pour for the perfect mix every time. With true fuel, you'll keep your equipment running its best start after start. Valid at participating Napa Auto Parts stores or Napa online. Offer at 430-2023 or while supplies last. See store for details. Napa, a proud sponsor of The Dirt Show. Hi, this is Steve from Coles Electric. Coles Electric understands businesses like yours need to operate efficiently and safely. If you are looking to upgrade your electrical service, lighting, or just looking for advice, give us a call. Remember, we have 24-hour, 365-days-a-year emergency service. We can dispatch a tech anytime. Look us up at coleselectric.com or call 507-451-1387. Let me tell you, friends, about our store. It's a great place we call Miners Outdoor. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs, from chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a power lift architectural door on your home or cabin. Power lift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Hi, this is Dave Evans from Hardware Lubricants and Chemicals, the VP Race Gas Distributor. You are listening to Driver Segment on the Dirt Show. Welcome back here on the Driver Segment, and I am joined by Jeff Carter, Sport Mod Driver. And Jeff, how did you get your start in racing, and what event or person sparked your interest? So, really, for us, it actually goes way back to when I was probably four or five we've got some relatives out in montana actually and my cousin was a pretty well-known atv racer out there and 
we got to check that out for the first time and it was like, man, I got to get into this. And I think the biggest thing I noticed was obviously watching him was great or whatever, but then there were some kids racing little dirt bikes and it's like, man, we could get going on this at any time. So I think once that hit, that was where it's like, eventually we got to get into something, you know, you're just kind of struck or you, you just had to itch. You had to get something going for it. Then after that, I'd say the first thing we ever actually raced were actually BMX bikes. I think we started doing that when we were about eight years old. We conned our parents into getting us a BMX bike, and then it was like all she rode after that. Then it kind of just trickled on from there. I think we went from that to go-karts, and then we did some motocross and some hill climbing for a while. And We definitely realized we were not very good on two wheels at that point, and a buddy of mine raced in town here, and we were able to run a mechanics race. And Then after that, it was just we, we had to get a car. I think we got a car the next year two years after that, something like that. Your closest track is Arlington Raceway. For over 40 years, that track has been run by one family, the Allen family, and it is really a family atmosphere there at Arlington Raceway. Yeah, it really is. That's for sure. It's kind of crazy to think it's 40 years. To tell you the truth, the first place we started racing was actually Fairmont, and then eventually we ended up getting up to Arlington and there's really just something about that racetrack I just really like, and I don't. You can talk to a lot of guys that run up there, and there's just something about it. It's usually pretty racy. It's I like the size of it. Normally there is two grooves of racing, so that always helps. You know, if it isn't a follow the leader deal, it always makes it fun and entertaining, both for drivers and obviously fans. So it's just kind of a win-win as far as that goes. And we actually have two great track promoters on the air with you today. Ron Reefer from Kasuth County Speedway in Algona, and also Bob Allen from Arlington Raceway. And with Bob, we get into a little bit of a conversation about track prep. And I had a driver tell me once, hey, we all race on the same surface, whether it's a bumpy track, it's a dry, slick track, a wet and tacky track, everybody in the features on the same track. Is that the way you feel about it? Well... I would definitely say the nights you win are your favorite track conditions. There's no doubt about it. But we all run on dirt, so I'm good with just about anything, realistically. These guys know what they're doing as far as prepping a racetrack, and I think the inconsistency some nights is what makes for great racing, realistically. I mean, I think that's what's so appealing about dirt racing is the fact that these promoters and guys that do the work on, you know, the track work or whatever, you know, they can do a little manipulation to really make for a good racing surface that way, you know. Typically, because Arlington is your home track, you have perfect attendance there. Is that the plan for this season? As of right now, I would definitely say that. You bet. It's definitely our closest track for Saturday night racing, and it really works out good for our team and our family and everything else. So, yeah, that's definitely the plan for Saturday nights. Then We'll probably be in Fairmont and Britt on Friday nights, and I think Fairmont's a little bit on Wednesdays, too, and then... We try and get down to Algona, too. That's a little tougher just being Thursdays or whatever, but I'd race every day if we could. It's just a matter of making everything work between work and racing and everything else. The sport mod class at Arlington Raceway is impressive. Watching you guys go into turn number one from the grandstand, it's unbelievable the speeds you are carrying. What is the lure of that class for you as a driver? So I would definitely say that almost goes back to the... You know, we, we probably first started going to the races, you know, as far as circle track stuff when I was probably like 10, I'm guessing. And there was definitely just something about the modified class that just really struck my interest. I don't, I couldn't even give you a good explanation why. I mean, and then on top of that, 
that would have been when Mark Noble was in his highest of highs. I mean, just watching that guy, what he could do in a race car, it's like I think everybody, you know, in our generation would almost give anything to be that fast. The entertainment side of it was just really awesome. Then on top of it, you know, they came out with the B-Mod class, and, it, you know, when that deal got started, whatever, it made it more affordable. And nowadays it's just extremely competitive, and it's just a lot of fun, and it's just what we like, you know, it is what it is. Speaking of competitive, the competition that you run with every single night in a sport mod class is unbelievable. No matter what track you attend, the top five to seven cars are going to be tough to beat every single night. Yeah, there's no doubt. These guys are just crazy good, especially in this area. It just seems like the guys that are super good, you you better be paying attention and have all your ducks in a row because... You definitely just can't cut any corners. You really got to be on your A game every single night. I don't know what it is about this Midwest area for sport mods or whatever, B mods. They're just super good. They've got a lot of seat time, talent, experience, however you want to look at it. But yeah, it's just crazy how good guys are this day and age around, definitely around this area for sure. Fans can also see you race at Hancock County Speedway in Britt, Iowa. That track seems to hold a lot of moisture and generate a lot of speed, and it can also, like you said, get some character to it. Yeah, that place is definitely its own animal. It's the longer straightaways, tighter corners. That place has always kind of been a little bit of our Achilles heel, to say the least, but it yeah, definitely makes for good racing, and like you say, it can it can get some character, but I, you know, once again, we're on dirt, so... Every night's just going to be a little bit different, and, you know, like I said, it makes for really good racing, and that place is, they really seem to be doing a good job down there as well, so definitely want to support what they got going on also. Fairmont Raceway has made some big changes again to their schedule this season and has also continued to make some improvements over the winter months, including some new lighting. Do you have plans to race there this season again? Yeah, so we definitely want to get to Fairmont Morgan this year. Like I said, that's actually where we started racing back in 2009. That was our first ever place. So I don't know if that has something to do with it or not, but I'll be honest with you, that place races, you know, it's so big. I know a lot of guys think it's really fast, but to me it almost doesn't even feel that fast because it's just so big, wide, you can just really get after it. and It's definitely fun going that fast, there's no doubt about it, but really, truly, half the time it feels dicey or racing at a place like Algona or Britt versus Fairmont just because Fairmont is just so big and wide you can just get in there and get after it you know we love going to Algona they get some huge crowds of fans on a Thursday night and the competition on that track is always good yeah there's definitely no doubt about it there's just I don't know if there's something in the water around that Algona area but they just really seem to love the whole racing atmosphere there's just I, you know, it's a town, you know, I don't have a good answer for it either way, but yeah, it's just a huge racing community down there. There's no doubt about it. They've just done a really good job down there. Like you say, we'd like to really get there more as well. It's just, you know, time and making things happen. And you talk about some people that are passionate about putting on a great racing show. Aaron Betts and the whole crew out at Murray County Speedway in Slayton. If the fans listening have not been out there, what a beautiful facility, a great place to watch a race, and I would highly encourage everybody to get out there and watch the races. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I mean, 
really truly all of these racetracks around here that really do a great job night in and night out you definitely want to see the fans support that fans drivers everybody in general you know it's every one of these places is really a great place to race and you know as a racer every track's a little bit different so there's no doubt you'll always learn and get better so variety definitely helps a driver and I think at the same time, with every track being a little bit different, it gives the fans something a little bit different to watch, too, to keep that interest level up. You know, you definitely want to see as many people getting out there supporting that stuff because it's just super important to keep this keep this deal going. It was funny, me and you were visiting off the air, and you were at Mason City the same night we went when they reopened to test the new track configuration, and we were both on the same wavelength and agreed it was way too short at first. Yeah, it really was. I think that, you know, it was probably a good idea in theory, but I don't know. It was like, God, I couldn't believe how small it was when we first got on there. But And maybe it was because of the fact of how big that place was prior. Who knows? But like you say, I've, Todd made it a little bit bigger now, so we definitely like to go check that out at some time here, too. I've heard really good things about it. We just haven't made the time to get down there and check it out. That was always a real racy track when it was big, and I can imagine lengthening it back out now with all the banking. That's going to be a fast little bullring. Yeah, I would definitely agree on that. It's got to make for some really good racing, I would certainly think, anyways. So it definitely gets a guy excited to just go try it out, see what it's all about, you know, and just go from there. Like I say, it's all just time and money, right? You just got to make the time. We got to have the money to do it. One thing about you, you're not afraid to hit the road. When you head out to other tracks or specials, do you travel with a group of other drivers or do you just go alone? Nah, so we've got a pretty small window of people we work with. It's mostly all just family-based. If it works out for my brother's work schedule, he's always with us. That his family sometimes will come with. Otherwise, it's just dad, mom, and a couple other people that will swing in with us when they get a chance. Sometimes we are on our own, but Dad definitely won't ever miss it. Like, he just can't get enough of it. It's the one thing that keeps him rocking and rolling. So maybe a little less on the work stuff because he ain't getting any younger, but there's no place he'd rather be at than a racetrack. He just loves it. There's just, yeah, no way around it, that's for sure. When Jerry Baumeister heard you were going to be on the show, he said you should also be interviewing Kenny. (laughs) Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. He's a big talker. You'd have to split it up in several different episodes if you got got dad on here there's no doubt really what you should do is get dad and jerry on here and you'd have a do a little round table i think it'd be uh i don't know how much truth there'd be to the stories that would get told but it'd definitely be entertaining i can guarantee you that so is kenny one of those guys that keeps everybody awake in a holler on a trip home with some great stories no nah, he's old enough now he's usually napping about halfway through but uh i don't know i don't i'm pretty you know, when it's time to go racing, we're pretty focused and we're just kind of thinking about what we got going on. And Dad's definitely more of just a casual, good time dude. So he's usually talking about something, but at the same time, he's probably trying to get a conversation out of us because we're just trying to think about what we got going on to do the best we can that night. Maybe he's just trying to lighten the mood. Oh, every time. Absolutely. That's his deal for sure. You know, there's no doubt you. You got a couple bush lights sitting around and you want to talk for hours, he's your guy. There's no way around it. A lot of drivers have mentioned to me over the years, I wish we had taken more pictures when I was racing. Yeah, there's no doubt. You know, you kind of lose track of time and everything. You, know, you just don't think about stuff like that. Believe it or not, we're actually pretty lucky because 
my mother's super good about taking photos of everything that's going on. My brother's actually become really good with it. I think that comes back to having kids and doing that, trying to catch moments and whatnot and time, whatever you're doing. And then we're also super spoiled, too, because I've got a girlfriend. She'll always film all the races we have, too, so we can definitely look back, watch that, and whether it was good or bad that night, you can check it out and either see what you need to do better or kind of gloat on what you did good that night. So it's, uh, it's just good all the way around. There's no doubt about it. The Harris Clash at Deer Creek Speedway. We saw you race there, and what an awesome event. How do I say it? I don't think there was a better option for when Bob decided to move that place. I think that was just a great idea. Obviously, the facility is second to none, and it really makes for super good racing, so you just can't. There's no doubt that place is just really awesome. And it's cool. It's a once-a-year deal, so I think it really keeps everyone's definitely peak interest. And it's like, you know, it's always on everybody's schedule to get over there and run that place. That's for sure. It gets a little foggy down in the pit area on those hot, muggy August days, though. Yeah, it really does. I think, was it the first, maybe the first year where you couldn't hardly even see the racetrack when you pulled out there or whatever? I don't know if it was the first year or second year. Don't quote me when it was, but, you know, I think everybody thought that night was going to end up getting canceled because I do believe it rained till about 4, 4.30 maybe, but their track prep, everything they got going over there at Deer Creek is just really good state-of-the-art stuff. So they can make things happen when most places would have had to cancel, and they really did a good job. But, yeah, that place is really awesome. And that was also the year that they had to keep the sport mod cars rolling around there until the A-mods came out because the fog was settling on the track, and as long as the cars were moving, they could race. That is correct. Yeah, but it was so weird because it would just drop, and you couldn't hardly see a thing in front of you. And then, like you said, they kept winging them around there, and it would just kind of lift, and it'd work out. So it's funny to even think that would work, but they got her done, there's no doubt. Another event that will give a person goosebumps is the hunting with heroes at Kasuth County Speedway. If you don't have your pride in America rekindled when you walk out of that place that night, nothing ever will. Oh, I 100% agree. There's no doubt. It's just a really cool event. Everything they do for that situation is just, it's really top notch. And yeah, there's no doubt goosebumps for sure. They fly those old bomber planes or whatever they are over during the national anthem. And it's just like, it's definitely a one of a kind situation. You really can't, I don't know, you can't go wrong with a show like that there's no doubt what is your favorite racetrack and why well to be brutally honest our favorite racetrack is where we win that week you know that's that's definitely probably the one we like the best but i don't know if i had to say my favorite to be honest with you we actually went out to mississippi thunder when they used to run that big b-mod show i think we were out there the first year they did it and there was really just something about that place that was, it was just super fun to race at. I, I couldn't even put a finger on exactly why it was what it was, but that whole situation was just really super cool and it was a lot of fun. And I mean, that place is awesome, but really any racetrack around here, it's got its benefits, you know, it's, it's just really awesome. We're so spoiled in a sense that we can go racing north, south, east, or west in a couple hours and there's probably, you know, 10 tracks you could go to on a weekly basis. I mean, I could be exaggerating a little bit, but we definitely have some great options around here compared to a lot of other people or places, you know what I mean? 
you know, whether it's Fairmont, if you want to go super fast, or if you want to get technical and go run Brit and Algona, or if, you know, you can do the Slayton deal, that place is always kind of its own animal. And like I said, Arlington's always got seven out of 10 nights, you've probably got at least two grooves to race on. So you just can't, it's hard to complain about much of anything living in this area. What is your biggest or most memorable victory to date and why? What made it so special? So I would probably say probably our first win definitely down in Jackson. That was a 4th of July deal. And I don't I'm trying to think. Let's see here. We had probably been racing for three years with, you know, we heat races you've had, heat race wins we'd had. But that first win in Jackson on that 4th of July weekend was just super cool. And then we actually got to win another 4th of July race up in Arlington. And we were just lights out fast. It was just, I don't know what we had going on. Sometimes we're trying to go back in the notebook to see if we can maybe learn something that maybe we're forgetting. I don't know. You know, there's just some nights you're so so fast, it almost feels slow, and that was one of those nights. Everything he did was just right. Everything worked out perfect. He couldn't ask for anything better. So those two nights are probably the two biggest ones for sure. And then, like I said, Britt Iowa's definitely been our Achilles heel. Or we just, it, it is what it is. We just ain't typically the greatest. But I know there was one night down there where we, we ended up second, but we were battling for first almost at least halfway through the race, and it just made for a super fun race. So those definitely pop into my head, probably just first and foremost, no doubt about it. There are so many big specials now. The Bacon Town Showdown, Night of a Thousand and Night of Ten Thousand Stars, the Harris Clash, Hunting with Heroes. Is there that can't-miss show for you? Yeah, you know, it really just depends on our schedule. Like I said, if we could hit every one of them, we definitely would. It's just a matter of making things work out. I mean, in a perfect world, we'd always be down there supporting Algona because they do such a good job for that Hunting with Heroes deal. The Harris Clash, that's awesome, too. Really, even just doing the weekly stuff, though, too, making sure we're supporting weekly racing because that's just as important as any big show out there. I mean, there's a ton of them out there, realistically. It's just, like I said, just making it happen. I don't mean to bring back the W word, but in wintertime, what is it about ice fishing and race drivers? You know, that's a good question. I personally... I actually don't do a lot of ice fishing, but my brother, he's just a fiend for it, and I've got a lot of buddies that just love it, too. Yeah, maybe it is just a situation where it's just kind of a polar opposite, if I'm saying that right. You know, it just kind of, you get your balance that way. You run 100 miles an hour in the, in the summer, and then you can just kind of digress in the winter. For us, I would say that's actually more hunting. So we definitely like to do a lot of deer hunting. And really by the time November hits, if you can just sit in a deer stand and reflect and I don't know, you almost got to just go and do it to understand it. But there's something about sitting in the woods that, you know, it, it definitely, it isn't racing, but I'd say it comes in a close second. There's no doubt. Who helps you on the car in the shop and who helps you at the track? Dad definitely helps a lot with, he'll do any, you know, kind of anything we we ask him to as long as it's nothing too technical he's not big on the mechanical side but he definitely always keeps our sheet metal straightened out so i can't thank him enough for that there's no doubt he's probably during the week this day and age probably him more than anything else and then ourselves and my brother when he gets a chance he works a ton in the summer he's in the construction world so we all know that keeps you super busy there plus he's got kids and everything else so he's got that to deal with but He's a huge, huge help, and he's always there typically at the races, so I can't thank that guy enough. And he's always, definitely these winter months, there's no bigger help than, than my brother, that's for sure. 
he's probably a little bit smarter than we are on just about everything, so it definitely balances us out very well that way also, you know. And we get a ton of support from some other friends and family, and can't thank Mother enough. Your parents are definitely huge, in, at least in our world, so I definitely can't thank them enough. And, you know, even the dudes that used to help us back in the day, and, you know, life changes, everything goes, you know, in different directions, but even the help past, present, and future, you know, it's all super important. You also have some great and long-term sponsors on board. You know, when you speak a long-term, we definitely got to speak about Scott's Body Shop right here in town. You know, that's kind of a good story in itself because realistically, he is the reason that one time there was like five or six different race car drivers because as kids and whatever else, I mean, he was the guy that did have a race car when we could go and drool over it, check it out. and So he's definitely the root cause for us to be uh, so amped on this whole racing deal and getting involved and always been super supportive. You can't ask for a better guy. There's no doubt about it. Obviously, Snap Graphics, that's our own company. We do signs, wraps, apparel, embroidery, all that stuff. So that keeps us going and keeps things moving that way. And then we've also got uh, Caduce Tire in town here. They've been a great supporter. There's no doubt. They're just you know, getting the trucks, whether you need truck tires, trailer tires, you know, if we get in a bind and we got to get a race car tire changed quick or whatever, I mean, they're always super helpful. There's just no way around it. They're just really great to work with. We've also got Creekside Egg. They're a channel dealer right here in town, and they've been pretty supportive here over the last couple of years. And he's a buddy of mine that actually used to help a lot back in the day as well, so you can't thank those guys enough. And we've also got Zup's Guide Service. He's been really great and good friend, good customer, and like I say, if you do want to catch some fish, he's the guy to call because he'll put you on the fish. and It'll definitely fill up the bucket. There's no doubt about it. Jeff, thank you so much for your time being here on the Dirt Show. Can't wait to see that 2J Sport Mod out at the racetrack when the snow and ice finally melts and we can get out and watch races instead of just talk racing. That's the only one thing better about talking about is actually get to do it. So I'm on the same boat there. Uh, definitely looking forward to the spring, summer, and fall. Just Just get out there and get to it. Thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks for having us. I really appreciate it. Packaging the impossible inside the possible through service, quality, and expertise. Hi, this is Holly, the new general manager at Foamcraft Packaging. We are your foam and wood packaging experts in Minnesota. If you are a business owner or in charge of your packaging, we want to talk to you. We specialize in designing and manufacturing wood crates, pallets, and foam inserts and are here to help keep your products protected in transit. We are here to help you. Visit us at foamcraftpackaging.com Since 1997, Weir's Machine has been innovating the finest products in the racing industry. We also manufacture the Ultra Force Load Machines and develop the Ultra Force Suspension Software, which allows you to take your program to the next level. Be sure to check out the all-new Circle Track app, your ultimate go-to spot for race team information. Keep track of your maintenance schedule, parts list, car setups, and more. Proudly made in the USA, champions across the country choose Weir's Machine, Ultra Force, and the Circle Track app to take them to victory lane. Shop now at Weir'sMachine.com, UltraForceTech.com, and the all-new CircleTrackApp.com. Follow us on all of our social media platforms at Weir's Machine. BP Racing Fuels is proud to be recognized as a world leader in race fuel technology. BP's fuels have a well-deserved reputation for power and consistency, winning championships in every form of motorsports for more than 40 years. Whether sportsman or pro, methanol or gasoline, 
BP has a fuel to ensure optimum performance for your application. See the full line of BP's high-performance products online at vpracingfuels.com. At VP Racing Fuels, our passion is your performance. At Arrow Race Wheels, they put their customers first and appreciate the loyalty the racers have for the company. Aero Race Wheels is willing to work with anyone who has a question or problem. The only way to stay on top is to listen to the people putting us there. If you want to run with the winners, see AeroRacingWheels.com or call 888-895-2376 today. Rhino Ag Equipment is used in agriculture, commercial, or industrial mowing applications, landscape preparation, roadside maintenance, and many other farm and ranch applications. With 0% financing for 48 months for qualified buyers, now is the time to take home a Rhino. Find a Rhino Ag dealer near you at rhinoag.com. If you have a vehicle accident, go with a professional. Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision are the definition of professionals. For over 42 years, they have dedicated their lives to collision repair along with the training, knowledge, and skills that come with the job. Go with the pros. Midwest Collision in Faribault. 507-332-2434. Midwest Collision. Does your car suffer from rough idling and stalling? Does it hesitate when you take off from the traffic light? If it does, it could be due to dirty fuel injectors. Clean your car's fuel injection system with Justice Brothers Fuel Injection System Cleaner. It cleans the important parts of your fuel system and helps to restore normal operation. And it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back. Available wherever fine automotive products are sold. See our display at Runnings. Tell them that Justice Jr. sent you. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Ron Reefer promoter at Kasuth County Speedway and Ron Thursday night May 4th the season opener kicks off at Kasuth County Speedway and I know the fans come out from the community and support your track and it's amazing the crowds you get on Thursday night it is such a fun atmosphere it's been a good deal for us when we first went to Thursday nights we weren't sure how that was going to work but the uh, community kind of rallied around us and uh, it's it's been a godsend one of the first things I spotted on your schedule after some weeks of weekly racing is June 15th, the Crown Stock Car Series. Explain that race. Then people got a hold of us. They're out in Nebraska. It's a well-traveled series. Last year, their average car count was 42.7. And he said a couple nights when they had weather, that was down. So uh, he's expecting at least 40 to 50 cars on that night. 2,000 to win. 200 to start, sponsored by Beck Seeds. Going to be a huge night. Then the following Thursday, June 22nd, Logan Brown does a great job with the Outlaw Mini Mod Series. Absolutely. Those Outlaw Mini Mods, uh, they put on a great show. I tried to get them two nights this year, but that guy's got that program working well, and uh, his schedule filled up fast. Flagman Logan Kelly and Mick Rikus from Extreme Powder Coatings have been working on diligently is the Bumblebee Nationals growing that thing and getting the car count and the payout way up there. Absolutely. Uh, I call him the flag god. Our, our lone Logan Kelly, uh, he kind of took this one under his wing last few years. He's been out there. Uh, the drivers really like the contingencies, so uh, he's been working on that, got a lot of things going, and, uh, yeah, it's turned out to be a premier event. Explain the Brady Becker Memorial on July 13th. Brady Becker was a young racer. Like his dad said, 
he was always running for fourth place. <laughs> I mean, Brady was one of those guys. He just decided, you know what, I'm going to be a modified racer, so he jumped into it. And uh, that, that young man, uh, he was what I called a thrill seeker. He was up in uh, snowpack of Minnesota, and he got caught in an avalanche and lost his life. So uh, his family and us here at the Speedway have decided to do a memorial for him. And uh, last year it went over gangbusters. So that special will be a modified and stock car special. At the Kasuth County Speedway Banquet, I learned a whole lot more about Jess Weishauer and what she meant to Algona and the entire community. Talk about the memorial on Thursday night, July 20th. Jess Weishauer, she was our... uh... She was our little angel. We have uh, exceptional opportunities here in town. They are the handicapped kids here in town, and I shouldn't say kids because there's adults. And these clients, we call them, love the races and just took that into her heart. And we have a special night for those guys. We uh, put the booth up, and they get to spend the night in the booth. And, and it was all about Jess. And we lost Jess in a bad accident at a bank. It was a sad deal. Her life was taken early. So uh, this is our way of... Uh, memorializing Jess, and it's a hobby stock special, thousand to win. Very special night for us. And then Hunting with Heroes, July 27th. I can't say enough about that race. If you're a fan and you have not attended one of those events, it is incredible. You will walk out of there thinking, I was so glad I came to this. Oh, it's amazing, that thing. We started that out, it was called Hometown Heroes. And then Hunting with Heroes jumped on board with us, and we turned it into Salute to Veterans. And then last couple of years, we turned it into the Salute to Veterans Tour, where it starts on July 26th, Clay County Speedway. July 27th is going to be here in Algona. And then on the 29th, it will finish up in Boone. But uh, like you say, we try to immortalize our veterans and our local heroes, and we put on quite the spectacle that night. Like you say, if you, if you haven't been to that race, you need to put that one on your bucket list. There are certain feature races that mean a lot to a driver, whether it's a memorial race, whether it's a track they've always wanted to get a win at, or it's a six-foot trophy from the Algona Fair races. They're going after those things. I tell you what, that that fair race has always been, uh, you know, you wouldn't think a six-foot trophy. What do you do with a six-foot trophy? You ask those guys, and it doesn't matter. They just want one. And uh, that's a 1,000 to win in the top four classes that night. That's our fair special. Always a big race. Very well attended. August 5th, the Hoven Gay Harkin Memorial with late models. Absolutely. Danny Hoven Gay was a late model racer back in the day. We lost him early, and Gary Harkin, we're also memorializing him too. He was a track worker forever. So we turned this one into a big late model race. That's the SLMR It's the East-West Battle, two different series, and they're going to battle it out at the Kazoo County Speedway on August 5th. Something new that appeared on the schedule August 10th, Larry Evers' Fair Street Face-Off. The Fair Street Face-Off, that came about because this man, we lost him also, and he was a huge race fan, and back in the day when it was the Fair Street Speedway, our speedway is on Fair Street, his son decided that was what he was going to call it, and... This young man has went out and raised numerous amounts of money. This year, the added to the purse is up around $19,000 for that modified special that night. So that's going to be a big one. And that's going to be during speed week. So that's going to be a well-attended race also. That's going to be a great week of racing, followed by Thursday, August 17th. The Renegade non-wing sprint cars are back at your track. 
Oh, Johnny Parsons. We're always looking forward to that guy. You know, they don't bring big numbers, but they got exciting cars and always good to see those guys here. The season already comes to an end, August 24th, but you've got a jam-packed schedule this year, and I highly encourage everybody to get down to Kasuth County Speedway. If you have not been there on a Thursday night, the Thunderdome will not disappoint. Oh, absolutely. I tell you what, we're excited this year. Larry and Edgar have been out on the track. Larry Lappy and Edgar Meyer, they're my main track help, and they've already been out there. We've been working the dirt, so uh, we're excited to get this season underway. The other thing I wanted to discuss while I had you on is the new museum. Wow, I tell you what, I think about it every day. I am so excited that two hours from my house, there's going to be a place full of racing history that everyone in the area can go and see, and it's going to be incredible, and the groundbreaking is actually starting very soon. Yeah, it's it's impressive. People that haven't been to our Ag and Motorsports Museum here in Kasuth County, uh, they're missing out. Now that this edition is going on, I mean, we're in the process of doing fundraising. If anybody knows Marty Pringle out of Otho, Iowa, that man has just a plethora of stock car, modified, sprint car, anything racing history you want. And this man wants to put that in our museum. So it is going to be the Iowa Racing Hall of Fame will be located in Algona, Iowa at the Kasuth County Fairgrounds. If there's not enough reasons right now to come to Algona, there certainly will be. And we always have a great time down there. The races are awesome. The fans are awesome. It's great to see all your drivers that run there regularly. And thank you so much for being with us here on the Dirt Show today, Ron. Thank you, Frank. Race fans, mark your calendars for May 1st through October 1st this summer as the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum presents our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside our museum. You'll see 10 of the iconic race cars that made Williams Grove Speedway the East Coast's place to race since 1939. Sprint cars driven by Jan Opperman, Doug Wolfgang, Smokey Snellbaker, Van May, and many more. Plus, you'll enjoy the Williams Grove Speedway highlights videos that go along with these race cars and the days they raced. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway exhibit at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum starting May 1st in Knoxville. And don't forget, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open year-round, seven days a week in Knoxville. Fast shafts, drive shafts are used by Jake Tim, Tom Barry Jr., Derek Ramirez, Kyle Strickler, Jonathan Davenport, Derek Green, Dalen Murdy, and more. And they currently build drive shafts for 90% of the major chassis builders. Fast shafts is also a longtime title sponsor of the IMCA Fast Shafts All-Star Invitational at the IMCA Super Nationals and support a number of competitive series nationwide. Buy directly from Fast Shafts or from their network of dealers. Ship daily across the country or worldwide. See FastShafts.com Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coating offers a scientific process that uses electricity and heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme can deliver media blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Custom colors and exhaust coatings are available also. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Extreme Powder Coating. 
Big jobs on big properties demand a big side-by-side. A side-by-side like the first-ever Honda Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew. This flagship model delivers serious power and performance where you need it most. Even more, it offers best-in-class comfort for six occupants with backseat legroom beyond compare. As for build quality, well, let the Honda name speak for itself. Head to Trimble's in Austin, Minnesota and see the all-new Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew today. Trimble Cycle Center in Austin. USA's second oldest Honda dealer. We can all think back to the first time we experienced real horsepower. Hi, this is Corey at Byers Engine Service. Whether it's that pin you in the seat feeling of a big block Chevy, the roar of a healthy 340, or the joy of a perfectly tuned flathead, here at Byers Engine Service, we service them all. Strip to street, dirt track to asphalt, or just cruising the strip. Stop by and check us out at 2915 20th Street Southeast in Rochester. Or call 507-282-5586. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Bob Allen, promoter at Arlington Raceway. And Bob, another Arlington Raceway opener is right around the corner on Saturday, May 6th. You know, we're looking forward to... Getting started, trying to count down the years here to figure out which one we're on. I believe we're starting our 42nd or 43rd year at Arlington. So it's pretty exciting, challenging time of year this year with the late snow and getting everything ready to go is, is going to be a challenge. But we've run through that process before as well. So we'll just deal with what we have and move on. One thing, being in business for over 42 years, You've created some great long-term sponsors that are with the racetrack. That's true. We've got a lot of great sponsors at Arlington and a lot of repeat sponsors. Actually, because of my uh, additional job, my wife Susan takes care of the majority of the sponsorship and our son Brett helps out. But as I look through the number of sponsors and the names of the sponsors, there's some of them that date back pretty much to when we started. And there's a lot of new sponsors that have come on board. So we really appreciate everybody that gets involved in Arlington. And you can check out our sponsorship programs on our website and our schedule as soon as it is posted on there. I believe it's pretty close to being posted for the race night sponsors. But all of those are on our Arlington Raceway website. And we look back through the years and so many of them have been there for well over 20 years. And I will say this to everybody listening. If you have a local track in your hometown or near you, they are such an asset to that community. You don't realize how many people attract touches or effects until all of a sudden you don't have a track to go to. The families that spend their Saturday nights there, whether it's racing or whether it's in the stands, racing really infiltrates the community, and when that goes away, you lose so much. That's true. I've I've seen it happen uh, at a few different tracks, and then I sell insurance for motorsports and specifically for racetracks around the country. So I deal with this on a, a regular basis where tracks go out of business and in certain circumstances, we get some new ones coming back in, but not at the rate that we have seen some of them leaving the industry. So we do need to make sure we, we try to support all of our racetracks around the country and keep them in business. If there's something that we feel somebody's doing wrong, it's always best to talk to the promoter at a uh, non-critical time and just kind of figure out why they're doing it, because there might be some specific reasons that they have to operate that way. I, I know uh, we've had circumstances where some people have been upset about uh, the noise of the race cars, and we are seeing it in another, uh, another facility in northern Minnesota currently where an individual maybe doesn't like the noise, so they try to 
see what they can do through the government regulation to get that track shut down. And in our case, we went through that process probably 20 to 30 years ago. And because we were exempt from the current state noise standards, we had to deal with basically a local noise standard. And we went to our city council and presented a noise mitigation plan, and they were happy with it. But throughout the whole process, all of a sudden, we found that certain racers were upset that they were required to run a muffling device on the race car. And other fans maybe got upset because a certain race was cut short because of time limitations. And all of those things come into play when you have other people that you have to please, whether it's a municipality or a neighbor of the racetrack. And when we have a passion for our own racing team, we kind of tunnel our vision to what that racing team is doing and how our rules and regulations affect that racing team and, and maybe get mad at the racetrack because of that. But it's good to be, maybe take a step back and look at the overall picture of the sport and what's happening and why it's happening and, and maybe ask those questions so you have a better understanding. At Arlington, I always think about families. You have so many families there where the dad is racing. Also, the daughter might be racing, and then the grandkids are also racing. You do such a good job of building racers from the ground up. Well, that's true. We concentrate on getting people started early at the racetrack, and we've had a go-kart program for many years that we run before our car racing program gets started. And as we look at the divisions of race cars, we see a, a very large percentage of those racers, especially in our sprint car class have gotten their start in the go-kart division and moved into the oval track as they uh, become a beige driver race car or uh, have a desire to move into a different division. So we concentrate on the whole family, and we've seen that a a lot of years back where race teams would kind of break off and, and get their kids involved in a hobby, and then unfortunately they'd have to move on because they had to choose one or the other. But at Arlington, you can choose both and, and be there and uh, be involved with the kids in the go-karts and racers in other classes, and also just continue on with your modified hobby stock or sprint car or whatever division you're in. Bob, you've been an ace with the track set up for years. How hard is it to set up a track for all the classes of racing, plus be able to have a racy track for the sprint cars when they're out there as well? Well, one thing that we've learned over the years, and and it's fairly unfortunate, but you can't please everybody. Somebody might want to look at a racetrack during the heat race and figure that's how they're going to set it up for their feature event and figure that it's going to stay exactly the same. And others accept the fact that they know that it's going to change and work their way into whatever they feel that change is going to be because the technology in setting a race car has changed so much and they get dialed into what they feel it's going to be that anything that you do to the racetrack that they feel is going to change that, they get pretty upset. And I can remember uh, we used to run the Redwood Speedway, which is a very hard racetrack prep because it was a daytime show. And one of the driver's dads was real upset with me because we went out and we worked on the top side of the racetrack. But he was busy in the pit area, probably during the heat races and working on his race car. And I don't know that he looked at the racetrack, but if he had looked at the racetrack, he would have noticed that everybody was racing on the bottom side of the racetrack all night long. And the stuff we did was to the top side of the track where nobody was anyway. So even if we destroyed it, it wouldn't have made any difference to what was going on with the show just because the cars had never been up to the top side. And with that, we learned a few things from prepping a, a daytime track at Redwood and apply that to the Arlington track 
and we try to anticipate the class of car that's going on the racetrack, the conditions that are on the track at the current time, and the tra- the cars that are coming in later. And Levi, my son, takes care of the track prep the majority of the time now, and he really pays attention to the dominant groove on the racetrack and what he has for moisture, what he has for prep in the track for later on that might make that dominant groove move around or at least give us uh, two or three decent dominant grooves. And it's a hard science, and you, you can hit and miss on a pretty regular basis because we have wind speeds, wind direction, we have humidity levels, and the type of car and the number of cars in each class that, that all have to be factored in. So I've tried to stay out of it a little bit more year after year just because when you have two people uh, making a cake, you have to kind of use one recipe. You can't use a multiple recipes. So there's a lot that, that comes into play and a lot to consider how you're going to do it and what end result you want to have and the number of cars in each class and, and how, how many cars you have on the racetrack as well because you could prep a racetrack for 40 to 50 cars differently than you would for a a track with 150 race cars. Arlington Raceway is a great place to spend your Saturday nights this spring and summer and fall. How can they find out more about Arlington Raceway and check out your entire schedule, Bob? Sure, you can check us out at the uh, arlingtonraceway.com on our website. You can also look for information on Facebook because we do put... uh, a lot of more current information, uh, like uh, rainout information, as well as adjustments uh, to some schedules or, or anything that needs to be changed right away. We put it on the Arlington Raceway official page on uh, Facebook and update the fans that way. And you can always get a hold of us by phone as well. Bob, thank you for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Well, thank you, Clayton, and we appreciate everything you do for the sport. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal, trash pickup services, and roll-off dumpsters at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Contact Shevland Enterprises today, and new customers will get six months for the price of four. If you prepay, call 528-9900. That's 528-9900. When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. Racer owner Ben Bainey and racer Travis Underdahl service the entire cow's listening area. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today at 256-7766. That's 256-7766. Are you looking to join a team of hardworking and motivated individuals? Look no further than Bulldog Coatings. We are the industry leader in concrete coatings and we are looking for full-time installers. We are located in Fairbo and install in southern Minnesota and the Twin Cities. Experiencing concrete is awesome, but not required. We are happy to train qualified candidates. Join us and enjoy working outdoors, learning new skills, and becoming part of a great team. Contact us to apply now and be part of something great at Bulldog Coatings. BulldogCoatingsMN.com Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And I am joined by Corey from the Sioux Falls Napa store. And Corey, we all know the old saying, April showers and everybody needs new wiper blades after this tough winter. And the nice thing about your local Napa store, it carries a lot of different types and your staff will also install. Yes, that's correct. We would be more than happy to help you with any of your wiper blade needs and the guys on the counter will definitely install them for you. Another cool thing that you're involved with there in Sioux Falls 
is drive-in coffee on Saturdays for the local street rotters. And I know Napa is a go-to place for the street rotters for knowledge, information, and parts. Yeah, the Cars and Coffee hosted by Schulte Subaru here in Sioux Falls. They do a great job. A lot of the street rotters show up every Saturday. There's door prizes. We help out with the door prizes. They bring people from all over. It's, it's a great show. And I know we finally made it through this winter. I think the last I heard, this was in the top six or seven winters as far as longevity of snow on the ground and the amount of snow. And we are all so happy to be done with it. We are going to hit the roads with a vengeance, heading to the races, the campgrounds, heading out on vacation. And when you're traveling through the Sioux Falls area, you have a huge group of Napa Auto Care Centers if somebody has trouble along the road. Yeah, absolutely. Probably, I'm saying, 11-plus auto care centers right here in the Sioux Falls area. We do have some in the surrounding areas as well. Larchwood, Iowa, Key, Lenox. Our auto care centers can definitely make sure your car is safe to drive. I am very excited about the schedule at Hewsett Speedway right there in Brandon, South Dakota. They are hosting some major events this season, and your store is a huge supporter of that track. You've got a billboard out at the racetrack, and thank you for doing that, and thank you for supporting local racing. Yeah, you're welcome. It's definitely a good thing around here. We do have a lot of our customers that either somebody that works in their shops have a race car and or themselves have race cars, so we definitely like supporting those people and supporting the people that are going to the races and supporting the races as well. Corey, if they're in the Sioux Falls area and they need anything from Napa, where is your store located in Sioux Falls? Our store is located at 636 West 10th Street, three blocks west of Minnesota Avenue on the north side of the road. Corey, thanks for all you do with Napa, and thanks for being with us here on the Dirt Show today. Thank you. Wolf and Sons Yard Service has heavy equipment. This is Scott Wolf. Whether you need a basement dug, a building removed, footings for a remodel, an RV camper or boat pad, rock, sand, or dirt hauled, call 455-3524. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, stop into one of their two locations in Louisville, Minnesota, or Zering, Iowa. Call 888-435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com. Get more muscle for your money with Dixie Chopper Lawnmowers. We've been handcrafting the toughest and fastest zero-turn mowers for over 40 years. Dixie Chopper offers a full line of residential, commercial, and industrial mowers to meet every customer's needs. Visit your local Dixie Chopper. Chopper dealer today or visit online at DixieChopper.com. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment brought to you by Cookie Sauces and Seasonings. If you drove down to Marshalltown Speedway, you got to see King of the High Banks Thursday and Friday night. Thursday night, April 13th in the IMCA Sport Mod A Main. Tony Olson over Logan Anderson in the Stock Cars. Dalton Murdy over Jim Horatio in the Modifieds. Tim Ward over Dylan Thornton and in the Hobby Stocks. Calvin DeHunt over Eric Knutson. Friday night, April 14th at Marshalltown Speedway, the King of the High Banks finale in the Sport Mods. Brayton Carter over Logan Anderson in the Stock Cars. Jeffrey 
Abbey over Dylan Thornton in the Modifieds, Tim Ward over Jimmy Gustin in the Hobby Stocks, Eric Knutson over Brandon Bombardo in the Sport Compacts, Colby Sabin over Terry Bickford, and in the Carl Chevrolet Dirt Trucks, Jeff Johnson over Brandon Cox. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.